Welcome to the Restless Hearts Podcast, a podcast dedicated to spiritual reflections and conversations about our journey together as human beings. I'm Father Ray DeLugos, an Augustinian friar serving at Merrimack College as the Vice President for Mission and Ministry. This episode of the Restless Hearts Podcast includes the proclamation of the gospel and my homily for the 30th Sunday in Ordinary Time on October 24th, 2021. You can view the full liturgy of the word for this Sunday under daily readings at usccb.org. My sisters and brothers, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. As Jesus was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a sizable crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind man, the son of Timaeus, sat by the roadside begging. On hearing that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he kept calling out all the more, son of David, have pity on me. Jesus stopped and said to him and said, call him. So they called the blind man saying to him, take courage, get up. Jesus is calling you. He threw aside his cloak, sprang up and came to Jesus. Jesus said to him in reply, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man replied to him, master, I want to see. Jesus told him, go your way. Your faith has saved you. Immediately he received his sight and followed him on the way. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. He may have been blind, but Bartimaeus saw more that day than anyone else in the crowd. Maybe he alone saw what was happening. Saw that indeed in this Jesus of Nazareth, God had visited his people and had come to set all of us free from whatever it is that keeps us from freedom, love, and joy. So Bartimaeus' problem wasn't that he was blind and couldn't see. Bartimaeus' problem was that he couldn't be seen. He was invisible. Oh, people noticed him. Noticed him among probably 50 other beggars just like him sitting by the side of that road at the exit from Jericho. But they didn't want to see him. He made them uncomfortable. Sometimes they were uncomfortable enough that they might throw a few coins at him and the others and, and they could survive. But Bartimaeus was not a sight worthy of most people's eyes. And yet he sat there. And from that place where he sat by the side of the road, invisible, without his eyesight, among others who were just as broken and lame 
and disfigured and disabled as he was, unable to participate in life in its fullness, he could hear. And probably for weeks, he'd been hearing about Jesus of Nazareth coming down from Galilee, 90 miles to the north of Jericho, where he had worked wonders, where he had healed the sick, where he had challenged rules and regulations, where he took the side of the people who were least among us, where he got into trouble and controversies, but kept arguing his way out of them kept hearing about his teaching, his wisdom, his miracles. And the more Bartimaeus heard, even though he couldn't see, his heart becomes more and more on fire with this thing called faith. Faith which looks and sees the way things are right now. And again, Bartimaeus could see more clearly than anyone how trapped he was and how trapped all of us are. It, this is the way it has to be, mentality of this time and any time. And as he heard more about the movement, the work, the message, the love of Jesus of Nazareth, Bartimaeus becomes more and more sure the way that the way it is now and the way it has always been is not the way it has to be. This Jesus was changing things. This Jesus was turning the world upside down. And this Jesus had come specifically and ex not exclusively, but certainly for Bartimaeus blind man who begged for a living, who desperately wanted the way things are to not be the way they have to be. But when you're invisible, the only way you can draw attention to yourself is by making a lot of noise. And so when Bartimaeus hears that indeed Jesus is passing right by his place, the place he has been assigned by the world that has created places for all of us that we don't want to be in. He cries out from the depths of his heart. All of that faith that had been building up in him bursts forth as he cries out, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. He may not have been looking for pity exactly, but he was looking that he might be seen by this one who had come to set us all free. And of course, because he's making noise and drawing attention to himself, the world that is still stuck in the way it has to be because it's just how it's always been, tells him to be quiet. Mind your place, stay invisible. Don't draw attention to yourself. No one wants to hear from you. So he cries out all the louder. Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. And Jesus hears him and tells him to call him. For some reason, they think he needs courage, but Bartimaeus needs no courage. 
at the sound of his voice, he's springing up, throwing off his cloak, bouncing towards Jesus. Sure that indeed right now, in this moment, the way it has always been and the way it is right now doesn't have to be this way ever again. And he puts his deepest desires in the form of a question that's much deeper or in the form of an answer to a question that's much deeper than what it sounds like on the surface. Because he doesn't just want to see what's going on around him. He wants to see how it doesn't have to be the way it has always been. He wants to see what freedom really looks like. He wants to see what life in its fullness can look like and be. He wants to feel joy and peace that he knows is waiting for him. And Jesus restores his sight and gives Bartimaeus the freedom to go and do whatever he wants. For Bartimaeus, there is no choice. He's going to follow because now his faith, his faith has been affirmed in this Jesus of Nazareth. The way it has always been is not the way it has to be anymore. And so as we hear the story of Bartimaeus, we might want to pay attention to the cry that is in our hearts. What is it that we want not to be the case any longer, even though it's always been the case? From what trap do we need to be set free? From what prison do we need to be released? What blindness do we need healed so that we can see what could be? And what, how ready might we be to spring up at the sound of our name, to follow Jesus on the way, not just the way to Jerusalem, but the way to life the way it has always been supposed to be, and never the way it has been.